Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. So here we are. Welcome to finally the green edition of... (laughs) spin the rally pod. I say green, we're going to be talking about all things green, um, EV and new technologies in the world of rallying. I'm Lisa O'Sullivan, a rally fan. Joining me as ever, we've got Colin Clark, George Donaldson and David Evans, all with their own opinions on this. And I'm going to start, lads, by just seeing how we think we're going to do this. I suggest that we all have, and I'm going to give you a maximum of a minute, you can do less, to put forward your point of view, shall I say, about the way rallying needs to move forward into the, the next decade. Um, and so I reckon I'm going to give you all a minute each. Do you want to have a minute first and then we tear that person apart? Or do we all do oh. our minutes first? and then? Can we just not tear people apart? Because I've got to say, nice I'm, I'm, I'm terribly <laughs> nervous. If I'm not able to tear you apart, I'm leaving now. Sorry. Okay, bye, that, that was part of the contract. <laughs> okay, well, in, my, in my position as mediator... I will make sure that there's no savaging done, but um, people can put their points forward. So I'm going to go first. Um, And I've got the clock, and I also will stop myself or anyone with the bell when we get to the end. So you have to stop talking then. I'm going to start by saying I think that rallying is at its best when people who don't really follow the sport think it's cool, when it's about what can be done with a car, and when people think, I could do that with my car. Winning the Monte Carlo rally ensured iconic status for the Mini and the Audi Quattro showed a generation of girl and boy racers what a car could do. I think rally cars have to be innovative. Listen to this. Progress doesn't happen by chance. It's shaped by history. We all look at the same world, but we all look at it in a different way. Some say concept. We see potential. When you have the energy to keep going, why stop? New Toyota Yaris Hybrid. All the adverts I see on television now are about new technology. They're not about a petrol-based driven car. They're all about moving a car into either a hybrid or an electric format. And I feel if rallying doesn't evolve it's going to become extinct. <laughs> that was a very long minute. It was a long minute. It was minute. a long minute. Don't worry, it's going to be cut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll, take, she'll, take, she'll take 45 seconds from each of us. There was, a, yeah, exactly. there was, there was a bit in the middle that okay. is going to be cut out and replaced by car sounds. But, uh, but basically, <laughs> that is my point. Evolve or die. Mm, it's a good point, Lise. It's a good point. It is, yeah. Who's next? I'm 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 going last because I'm still revising. Okay. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going next then. Right. I'm going next. Now, uh, listen. Obviously, my preamble to my point is that clearly everyone, everyone has already. You don't have a preamble. To... You can't no have preamble. a preamble. Have you started? Oh, I can't have a preamble. Minute, you can't. Play the game. Play the game. <laughs> Oi! 
I can't have a preamble because what I'm going to make is a point that Lisa forgot to make, which is clearly that all but our listeners have already listened to part one of our Green podcast. Oh, that's a good point. Was, uh, yeah, so it is preamble, which was where we caught up clearly with David Richards, Hayden Padden and Gerard Quinn. So on the back of that, can I have my minute, please, adjudicator? I, you have a minute on the clock starting now. OK, so having listened with an open mind, George David, with an open mind to our three contributors to our previous Green podcast, I have to say that there was one common theme, and that was relevance. Rallying has to have relevance to continue to be attractive, in particular to manufacturers. We cannot ignore the thoughts and the opinions of people like Gerard Quinn, who sign the checks that keep the manufacturers in our championship. They are looking for relevance and they are looking for something that is unique to them, that they can sell to the younger generation. Relevance in terms of how the car looks, relevance in terms of the technology that's in the car, relevance in terms of the arena in which... What was that noise? Five seconds. Oh, so relevance. Relevance is where it's at. I am absolutely for new technology. I agree with what Lisa said. Do it or die. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> David, you went early there. You were very naughty. Jeez, oh, that was naughty. That you was robbed, naughty. I was just getting six into seconds. It was six seconds you got robbed off there, Colin. You'll never get those six seconds back. I know, I know. it's outrageous. Shocker. You know, and clearly I'd Shocker. put so much work into that as well. Okay, George Donaldson, yeah. Yeah. are you ready? <laughs> okay. You ha- my preamble, you have- oh, my okay. preamble is so my my first preamble. Which you're I'm only having no. Do, you're only allowed one preamble. Don't go one first preamble. preamble. Okay, okay, right. The the, the preamble is that uh, yeah, relevance to 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 car buyers. I don't think young people are car buyers. Hang on, hang on. Days, you get a chance to argue all these points in a minute. You've got to just put yeah, your okay. story. Okay. No, no right, preamble okay. that's so, arguing. Here is my, your minute. Uh, my argument. Bing. Okay, well, I've taken the time myself. So there we go. Right. I, I feel uh, much the same as everyone else that I would love to keep hearing lovely, lovely straight five engines and V6 engines and turbocharged engines charging through the forest. But per, per, in, in the current climate, not relevant, uh, not valid. And sadly, you know, uh, in terms of manufacturer involvement, a very finite end game. So we've got to move with the times. Hybrid has to be the way forward for the next 20 to 30 years. We should be at the vanguard of that, not producing some watered down version we should absolutely be at the vanguard of it so i would i would have wrc rallies having sections of of events where they have to run solely on the electric the electrical part of their car and it can be a it can be a road section not even something that you would film but it would be something that you could win or lose points on as well as having the faster sections where you would Five use the seconds. hybrid electrical and uh, and hydrocarbon there's lovely new fuels which are fully green which can be used as well so all that is relevant <laughs> well done george <laughs> you were yeah. just getting into your stride weren't you you can pick up on it afterwards but Indeed. now we have the wise words of david evans to set us all can i can straight. i you're going to preamble can too, i use my yeah can i use my preamble just to keep reading uh, about, <laughs> honestly, I I have never felt so unprepared. I've been meaning to do this since well, October. Well, I'd love it, David. Uh, now, hang uh, on a sec. Love it a little bit, mate. Ooh. You say you've been meaning to it. You have been putting off doing it, haven't you? You've been well, fighting and, uh, this, resisting digging into this, because you knew it was going to be hard work. No, I, I sort of resisted it, because it, it includes... Well, 
Should we just get Let's on with it? God, <laughs> I genuinely have sweaty palms now. I'm sitting down to another economic <laughs> exam or something. Good Lord. You have one minute right, on the clock. David Evans, I'll senior need staff writer seconds. of dirtfish.com. Your minute starts now. 2018, Pikes Peak. That was what absolutely confirmed to me that electric is the future. It has to be the future. 16 seconds. Um, the Volkswagen's IDR, driven by Roman Dumas, took out a Sebastian Loeb. 16 seconds, more than a second a mile quicker than a 3.2-litre twin-turbo 208 T16. Then, more recently, we watched Ryman Bauschlager driving his Kreisel REX1. It's sensational. You know, we have to embrace the future. We have to get on with it. Uh, there's part of me that fears that hybrid is not enough, um, but it, it, it's a step in the right direction. What concerns me is aspects like uh, neodymium, dysprosium, these rare earths. <laughs> Get, Colin Clark, stop laughing. Gallium, gallium, gallium. It takes, hang on a second. Oh, Christ, I can't read my own writing. Uh, that's what, stop it. It makes gallium, you make Georgia. Lisa, I demand an extra 10 seconds. You have an extra 10 gallium, seconds, go. It makes, you make LEDs out of it. It takes 50, t- you have to mine 50 tonnes of rock to excavate one key kilogram. Of gallium. Uh, oh, God. I'm so glad that's over. <laughs> Dear David, Lord. I'm a bit of an expert in rare earth metals. We'll come to those in a bit. David. I will never read them again. Didn't that's they have I... a debating society at your university, David? Uh, I, I certainly wasn't part of it. Or if I was, Col, <laughs> I would have debated something yeah. that I actually fundamentally understood a little bit of. Yeah, Fortunately, yeah. the Sunday, uh, Saturday Telegraph actually did a very big piece into, what do they call them here? Uh, the Dark Side. The clean energy re- yeah. revolution promises to herald a new a new era free from pollution, blah, 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 blah. And it introduced me to all of these uh, rare earths, which I can't mm. even well, pronounce. Well, you, you should be familiar Guys, with them because the, that's that's what makes mobile phones work. Yeah. That's what makes... Can, can, um, can, I, can, can, I, can I make a, tight, a slight input on, onto your you know full embracement of electrical power? Hang on a sec, 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 George, before we get there, because that, we're going deep really fast there. Um, One thing I've noticed from all of us to start with, from the conversations we've had before now, since we've had a chance literally to scratch the surface of this, we've all become a little bit more informed. And as Colin mentioned, the interviews that you did with Hayden Padden, with Gerard Quinn and with David Richards were very enlightening. So if you haven't, uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened and you don't know what your opinion might be on renewable energy, EV technology or whatever, go back and listen to that because it, it, it does and go through it with an open mind. That That's one, one place I would suggest to other people to go back. But David and George, both of you have now looked at this in a slightly different way from the way that you were speaking about it before, before we go into the depth of fully electric or hybrid, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you, you've, you've taken time to have a, a little look at stuff and you both sound like you're coming at it from slightly different ways already. Well, uh- uh, absolutely. Um, a couple, a couple of issues. First of all, if if everybody thinks they're going to be in an electric car in twenty thirty, think again. You'll be queuing up for two weeks to be able to charge it up, because the the quite simply the the current electricity network could would need to be four or five times the capacity it currently is to be able to charge everybody's car at the, at the current rate at which we drive around. So you're either talking about a massive change in our society, the way we move around, which is, I'm not going to make an opinion one way or the other. It happened in 2020. Uh, but, but the, <laughs> indeed, and, and not, not very well received. Um, the, the, other, the other thing 
the other thing is that there are there are very very positive and incredible steps being made in in uh, carbon recovered fuel um, uh, being recovered out the atmosphere. So recovering CO2 out the atmosphere, combining that with a, a few elements, and it becomes a, a liquid fuel of a similar uh, a, a similar uh, calorific value to to the current petrol. And it can already be done at around about the price that we're paying at the pump. And that's when they're only okay, producing well, literally we're, we're, a few tens going, of thousands of litres. You're going quite deep so there, there George, into technology. That we are, but I think that's important to actually understand that that option exists. That's fine. There's a lot of people, a lot of people like you, Lisa, are quite happy to just rubbish it. And no, jump no, into no, the no. I'm thing. not jumping into it. But what I'm saying is that in the next, te- we, we have something that has to happen in the next ten years in this country, in Great well, Britain, the, because the, of, because the electricity of, thing the, cannot happen no, in the next that, ten years. But, but we do have the, to look at the fact that, that yeah. the, the industry, everything, whoever's they're rubbing their microphone there, stop it. Um, the technology we are looking at for the... F- Wasn't me, Lise. Is that you, Colin? Just what are you doing? No, it's not me. I'm doing nothing. Somebody's rubbing something. I'm, I, but, I hear, the, it. I hear the, it. The, the, All of these are great, but we, we, we're looking at... Um, we're, we're in unprecedented times, and we are looking at a sport that this year is going to be overshadowed by the launch of a new a new um, format. So Extreme E is going to get a lot of headlines this year. It's going to be all shiny and new and, and doing different things. Rallying is going to be overshadowed by that. And this, this is kind of where we're coming at it from this. At this point, it's going to be overshadowed for a little while until it gets its sets its stall out again. That is my argument, that rallying needs to be thinking, not 10 years down the line, it needs to be thinking about changing things now. Just to say, Lise, if you think that, then every, and I'm sure lots of people out there do think that, Extreme E could rival World Rally Championship. Listen out or look out for uh, an interview I did with Yves Maton today. Yves Maton is, of course, our, our FIA Rally Director. Uh, for his opinions on that, I asked him exactly that question. Does he fear Extreme E? Uh, and where did that question come from, Cole? It came from uh, you, didn't yeah. it? That's, it came that, from me, that's, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I I'll bet you any that. money. Is I'll bet you any under money the FIA banner? comes from me. No. <laughs> but, uh, Does but, Extreme but, E come under the FIA banner? No, I'm, I'm no, not it's talking not, about longevity of the sorry. sport or whatever. I'm talking about the fact that it's going to be launched with all types of bells and whistles and, mm. and rallying is going to have to find a marketplace. It's going to have to attract young people into the sport who are not just looking to drive, and as uh, Hayden Padden and as Gerard Quinn say, the younger people these days are not necessarily petrol heads. They are people, you know, they they do want to go out and play in their cars and drive fast, but they don't necessarily, in their words, want to damage the planet while they're doing it. Now, however you feel about that, George, that's, that's that's breaking it down to a very basic level. So... You know, I, I, you know, I've just got to jump in there, Lise, and say, you know, there's, you know, electric cars have, have evolved obviously in the last ten years. But you know, I saw for the first time a Porsche Taycan, uh, and dear lord, it was just some piece of kit. You know, you watch that thing go off the lights. It, you know, it, I've done a bit of research. It's not to sixty in two point eight seconds. <laughs> it's insane, and you know, when you watch that. And then you watch the the stuff of that the Rally Two car that Baumschlager's developed. It, it's phenomenal. It's just absolutely incredible. Uh, and you know, yeah. 
I think we can spend too long here kind of beating ourselves up on, on where it's going to come from, where the electric's coming from, blah, blah, blah. It's coming. It has to come. It absolutely has to come. Extreme E is going to be really interesting this year because there are so many new strands to the whole thing. It, you know, it, it is so new. Uh, and I think to run it as, as live TV is a very brave move. Um, but it's the future. And, you know, I just, just like George, the more that I've looked into it, the more I've researched it in, in the last week or so, actually last hour or so, uh, it, it is exciting. And, you know, we have to embrace it. And that bit, you know, when I stood at, at the side of the, the road on Pikes Peak, I went to Pikes Peak in 2018 determined to hate the IDR. Absolutely the whole philosophy, you know, for me, I couldn't wait for it not to beat Sebastian Loeb in that incredible Peugeot with two turbos and mm. 3.2 litres and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then I stood and watched it and, the, you know, it had a siren on to, to make the noise as it came past. But we were in a, a sort of medium speed double apex right-hander that, that you needed to lift in the middle of. And just the transmission chatter and the noise and the air and everything, it was a totally different noise. But there was a noise there and it was just, you know, the the actual physics of the thing were spellbinding, you know, and it's perhaps I, I just that, that we, David, yeah. I, I'm, I'm that. we yeah, sort of I, re I, I redefined the way I, that we watch it. And David, I, I enjoyed watching that clip of the Bounslanger or whatever yeah. they call it, a Rally 2 car, whatever they call it. It, it. it was a different sound. It was a different noise that mm. we heard from the video. Uh, but you know what? There was something... <laughs> attractive about it you know and, and okay there was no uh, none of the traditional sound of a rally car but there was something very attractive about it and there was also something really quite stimulating about watching it thinking oh my god that is an electric rally car but do you, you know, know do you know and, cons- and the one the one compensates for the other in my view in my view it very much compensates for the other in terms of the thrill and the spectacle and the excitement and drama one of the one of the massive huge genuine frustrations that i will have as long as I live now, is that World Rallycross missed its moment with with electric back in whenever it was, 2018, when you'd got Peugeot, Audi, Volkswagen, all of these manufacturers ready to commit. And for whatever reason, it didn't happen. But can you imagine, you know, a a four or five minute race with, you know, six, 700 horsepower coming from electric motors? It would have been incredible. And we all got a little bit hung up on the fact that we're not going to hear anti-lag. We're not going to hear the launch. As far as I'm concerned, that's a bit like discussing the colour of colour of the livery I mean the, the sound you can put a sound onto a car and, and that whole argument about a rally car not being right because it doesn't sound right it's like saying I don't like it because it's blue instead of red yeah and you know I, I didn't like rallycross didn't like and again went to Lydenhill for the first time a load of years ago determined to hate it and stood at Paddock Hill Bend or wherever it was I can't remember and just loved it you know the mm. sight of three cars coming past you all completely sideways millimetres yeah. away from each other it was captivating and that is where electric motorsport should have been and it would have absolutely smashed it yeah well it should have been there david but but should should it maybe be uh, now in rallying we moved on two or three years from that you know that that point they had where they looked as if they were going to kick ahead with this golden era of all electric Mm. with the manufacturers you mentioned you know should we really not have learned from that can i jump Um, can i jump in with what george said there taking off that point um one thing you mentioned in your blurb george about having doing the road sections purely electric based that because as you say we're not going to be fully electric anytime soon 
with the batteries issues that they've got. But is there a way of earning extra points if you're recovering energy between stages? Yeah, of course there is. They, they used to do that in rallies in the past. They had all manner of tests. There were speed mm. tests. There was manoeuvrability tests. There were time tests. So that you, you can you can develop that concept into the into the. Uh, into the rules. I mean, it's in in some ways it doesn't have relevance, but but it does have relevance in terms of promoting the concept. Um, I'm not I'm not saying not, that, not that, just I would that go George. ahead and do it, but it's just a concept. <laughs> but but not just that, George. It has relevance in that you give the manufacturers the ability to own their own yeah. technology again. You know, for, for me, this is this is potentially our biggest issue, is that we took the well, what seemed like a bold step in going hybrid, although as we all know, hybrid is very, very old technology, but we took that bold step and then we kind of shied away from it and went, actually, no, no, no. Um, we're going to give them a, a common unit for all the manufacturers. It's, it's, you know, is that yeah, but the Carl, way forward it's, with these technologies? It's, it's still hybrid, you know, where, yeah, 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 whichever way you chop it. Does, where but, does, where oh. does, David, but where does Ford, where does Ford get the benefit in the hybrid unit in their their new world rally car, where but did to, Toyota get the benefit of this bought in? No, I agree unit? with that, Col. I agree it? with that absolutely. But okay, let's turn that round and say, right, the FAA opens it up. Ford, Toyota, Hyundai, go and make your hybrid cars immediately. You know, you're into an arms race. You know, with Toyota spending millions and millions on developing a hybrid system, and already it's worked, they're, well, they're, worked well for rallying in the past, David. Yeah, but right now, George, we can't afford it. No, we yeah, can't. Well, we yeah. simply can't afford it, you know. And, and also, hang on a sec. Let me just finish this because, as well, yeah. Toyota, you know, are already a decade ahead of everybody because of their endurance program, Le Mans, and everything. If we hadn't had this, for what I, th I see as kind of good governance in, in the FA giving us this this control part, I, you know, the sport would have become hideously expensive. We'd have probably lost the manufacturer, and Toyota would have won. You know, they'd have lapped everybody by now. Well, no, I think that depends on how you define the rules. I mean, I, I think George's idea of a unit that uh, that potentially is a point-scoring unit through whatever performance, and you can always restrict David. You know, this this they can run away with it. They only run away with it if you allow them to. You know, you you can control the cost of any element of development. You can control it. It's not easy, but you can put limits on development. Uh, and I think I think what George suggests is quite interesting because really it harks back to 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 the DNA of rallying, which which, which is not just about pure speed tests. It is about, or in the past, it was about um, all sorts of things: navigation, uh, control, as you say. You know, what what do they call them, George? The um, uh, you know, the, the cones and, and all tests. the rest. What do you call that? Uh, yeah, you yeah, know. Uh, well, the, modern like gymkhanas or auto tests. And auto tests, yeah. You know, all of yeah. that was included in the original concept of rallying. So yeah. why not introduce <sighs> something that says, with these units, you know, whoever can get the most distance, the most energy, oh, the most... You know, I know, Cole, David, I know it's no, difficult. but just no, because we're trying to sell our sport to a younger generation yeah. with a limited, yeah, but, you but know, George, a limited but attention David, But the younger generation, it's as Lisa said, the younger generation are looking for different things. And if we yeah, continue... They're not, they're, uh, they're not looking for how... You know, I, it's di it's difficult because on one hand, you know, I a couple of years ago, I borrowed a, a Porsche which had, uh, it didn't have hybrid, but it had that, and well, obviously it did have hybrid because you could you could drive it for us five miles without without uh, using any petrol. 
Uh, and I became absolutely obsessed with how far could I get yes. on battery power. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I had 650 <laughs> horsepower to use and we were crawling <laughs> through the lanes at 22 and a half miles an hour. So that I could, and you know, the children thought I'd gone out of my mind. But it, yeah, it captivated me. I can't see that capturing a younger generation. We live in the era of gamification. Everything yeah. about the way we live in this modern world is turned into a game. You get points for going shopping. You get points for buying petrol. You're winning oh. at life if you go and, uh, I don't know, uh, go to the supermarket and get a voucher to download something else. Everything about modern life is is turned into gamification. Even, as you say, to the point of the fuel economy in your car. You set your car up and see if you can go on a hot run and get your miles per gallon up over 50 miles a gallon Listen, or whatever. And that, yeah, least, that's that's what the younger generation yeah. do as well. But, 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 but David, they? you know, you, you David, you, you I, I'm sorry, I've, it's taken me a couple of minutes to, to think of my response to your, you know, that's nuts. <laughs> sharp, to my, Colin, but, sharp. Yeah, it's, I'm sharp as a tack today. <laughs> extreme E, extreme E will have innovations where people vote for their favourite drivers and they get a 10 second, uh, you know, 10 second bonus. It already happens in electric. Formula E. Yeah. Formula E. Formula it already e. happens yeah, there. Yeah. It happens in other forms of motorsport. All of these things, people accept that and they don't just accept it. They enjoy it. And they enjoy engaged. it, David. Yeah. So, so yeah. there are ways. There are ways of introducing different um, dimensions to to judge who is the best. Who is the mm. best over the weekend? Maybe not who is the fastest. Who is the best over the weekend of rallying? And it's it kind who? of you know we we need to look at these innovations and not dismiss them out of hand because okay. you know. We... <laughs> okay. I've got a really big so let's, we'll have we'll have a. We'll have a prize for who goes quietly the furthest. I've got the I've okay. got a very big question that's for all of you. That, that, that sounds silly on the face of it, but no, that's no, not that's a bad idea. idea. I think there's options. There's options there to do interesting things like that yep. without a doubt. Without yeah. it being without it being there silly. Absolute, there absolutely is. I've got a silly Sorry question. I've got, I've got a very big question for you to ask. Just one big question, George. Just a relevant thing. No, a relevant thing, Lisa. What is everybody driving right now? Well, I'm. I'm, I'm about, driving an electric car. I'm, I'm, I want to change, but I'm a. I'm a one-person family, effectively, and for me to go hybrid or electric, I've got to buy a family-sized car, effectively, you're, because you're the small cars. That's okay. No, but the, <laughs> the small cars <laughs> don't go far enough. I'm not. I'm not good. I live in the UK for a start. The thing that made me laugh was the launch of the electric mini, uh, which has yeah. these nice little touch on the wheels. I like that. Have you seen it? They've got them like the three-pin plugs, so it looks like it's got a three pin plug socket on the wheels which I thought was a nice touch but they launched that in Florida because they knew if they launched it here the car wouldn't necessarily last the distance of the test drive that's a little bit of an exaggeration obviously Minnie I'm not I'm not dingy down but they launched it somewhere warm and dry I drive a car where it could be warm and dry one day but really cold and wet and miserable the next and from and from getting from here to work which is a 50 mile journey sometimes that's that's the limit of my car's capability. So I can't go electric yet. Right. So I hybrid, want to. hybrid then, Lisa. Hybrid. You could do hybrid. I could do, plug in hybrid. I'm looking. I'm looking at them, but I haven't seen yeah. any that actually really fit. Okay. Fit. A David, family, David, you just you just borrow cars from day to day, so you're irrelevant, are you? Or have you got something? No, 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 no. I still drive. We, we both, Sandra and I, have both got a Vol a diesel Volvo each. <laughs> Good. So you're just you're just murdering the world. That's fine. Yeah. Colin, Apologies what are you that. doing? 
Oh yeah, you yeah. Doing? I've got. I have my twin turbo, two point two liter Saab diesel, spewing out okay, fumes. Okay, so I win the green credentials. Then I've got a Golf GTE, which is a plug-in hybrid. Yep. I'll follow what David said. It actually can go like off a shovel, but I'm desperate to keep my fuel consumption high. <laughs> and I've not been on an interesting road yet because we're not really allowed to go anywhere because um, our government is trying to look after us. Bless their little hearts. They're doing so well for us, aren't they? They really try. So you're, They're you're... trying. They're doing their best. They mean well, all those things. So I've not had a, a chance to go and give it a thrash yet, but in the meantime, I'm getting ludicrous fuel consumption. But this is the thing. Yeah, you're, but... you're talking about us as individuals, as car owners, and I'm oh. going to bring this back to yeah. rallying because this is a rallying podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rallying, Sorry, rallying on, as I as I mentioned in my bit, rallying influence should be influencing what cars people mm. buy. That because rallying used to be cool and people wanted to buy cars to be cool, to look, you know, that's I I, I you know, surely the the success of the Mini, apart from the fact it was a brilliant car in the nineteen sixties, Paddy Hopkirk winning the Monte Carlo rally sold that car. The Audi Quattro was sold by its rally skills, the fact that it appeared on the market as it as it appeared as a road car. Rallying's lost that idea of the fact that it's influenced. Oh. I think it has. I don't think anybody goes out Lisa and now thinks, O'Sullivan, oh, let me I see. point you Shall in the I direction of the buy? Toyota GR Yaris. Yes, exactly. Thank you, David. Lisa, all your and, arguments and the rest, have just been and the absolutely them, debunked. And the, rest of the, and the rest of the cars that are competing against the Toyota. I have to say, I've looked at the Toyota Yaris as an electric um, option, by the way. But, um, but, <laughs> but no, is it, is it as sexy? Are the rally cars that we're seeing now cool or are they old school? No, they're cool. They, you know, the, G, I, the GR is just I mean, it, it, absolutely fantastic. And, yeah. You know, for me, the step that we took in 17 just totally gave us exactly what we needed for this sport it made it really cool again because it, it, it took but then equally george you know I, I it took the car the silhouette of the car if you like back to something really quite radical but then look you know you could argue that our most successful period as a sport was just you know early 90s when we were into group eight and the cars were identical to the cars that you see on the road you know a subaru impreza yeah. had virtually no aerodynamics on it at all uh, and, and those cars, those cars ended up with you know the better part four hundred horsepower. Yeah, I see people driving those cars still in, in the the yeah. five. What, who did you yeah. used to work for, Colin? Uh-huh. That lot. BAT. Yeah, 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 five five five. Yeah, they have. I see those yeah. cars on the road still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm now. I thought I was fairly clear about my thinking. Uh, listening to to the three of you, I am now utterly confused. <laughs> I'm wanting. Genuinely, I'm wanting your twin I'm turbo Saab. I D- want David, your twin David turbo has, Saab. David has destroyed my confidence in my ability to formulate opinions. George has George has labelled me a, an environmental murderer. <laughs> and Lisa, you're telling me I'm no longer cool. I, I I feel personally battered by this twenty thirty minutes or so. I think you've actually been bullied, Colin. I have. That's a definite. Yeah. Case. It's, a word, case it's a strong I am, word, I am, you, I am now feeling filled with remorse and guilt if, if I've in no, any way made you, no, made you, just feel, ironic. Made you feel slightly bad. <laughs> yeah. And in fairness, Colt, you, you brought this debate to our table. So it's, it's, it's your fault. You forced the, you forced have, we, the have, we, have we reached a conclusion or can we talk about 2021 oh, well, I, was now? Say, I, I think it's, it's made very clear the fact that it's not a simple question to answer, but we do need to look to the ways guys, we're going to have to change and change guys, our lives. Can love, I say something else? Of course. Yeah. You can, George. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, good. Cars, cars. It's, it is, of course, rallying's all about cars, but it's not. 
It's about the events. It's about going to Monte Carlo Rally. It's about going over um, over San Bonnet Le Foy stage. It's about going over Col de Turini stage. It's about driving across the Velt in Africa. It's about going over El Condor in Argentina. That's what rallying's about. It's it's an yeah. emotion. It's a it's an event. It's something that you want to go to and just be part of. The car is the car is a very important part of it, of course, but it's only part of the mix. Uh, we, we've seen our cars coming better and better through 2018, but still our events are being watered down. Oh, anyway, there we are. So there's so think, many things to balance events. together, though. With rallying, we do I mean, have to we have to have the push forward of. Uh, motoring is part of it. The sport elements yeah. part of it. The experience part of it. The the family element that we all get just, from being, however associated with it. It's all massive. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, it's it also is. about selling cars. And if yeah. you're making cars that no one's going to buy, I suspect that that rallying will will lose its interest until it becomes vintage car racing, which we don't want it to be. At least. I would go with you on that, and I would I would actually say it is all about selling cars. It is all about. I I, I hear what George said, and I was I was taken away. I was with you there, George, in the snow and sand. Mm. I was with yeah, you I'm within ready, the Masai Mara. I was there. there. Yeah. I was there with you as you were describing mm. it beautifully. But at the end of the day, it is about selling cars. And if we yeah. if we don't offer the opportunity for the manufacturers to develop something which ultimately they see as being a tool to sell their cars then we can forget it. We become a niche sport, we become a, and maybe that's the way we have to go. You know, we become a niche sport that takes place on closed airfields. For rich people to Sunday. play and watch. Well, yeah. you've, you've, just, you've just killed it completely. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah. You've just killed it that's for me. Happens. I love, I, I want to go to Monte Carlo rally and see the, you know, down, down to Monte Carlo to the start and then make the drivers drive up on, on the, on the Thursday evening, up up through the, some night stages, up to the high Alps, up to Gap or or, or Valence, and then drive up in the Ardèche, back down. Curfew to doesn't the high allow Alps night stages, George. So but you Sorry. you are moving us no, on, indeed. David. Not at the moment. Not at the moment. But you know, I think I think yes. the event is 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 everything for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you there, David. But, you're going to move and, us on. No, no, no. I was just. I, I don't on, know. David. Are we? Are we supposed to be talking about 2021, or we're I, quite a long way yes, into? Yes, let's do that. Let's. I talk think we need to. We need to. Yeah. So where we are in the UK at the moment, we're we're kind of ahead of the game in the vaccination game, if that's the gamification we're talking about at the moment. That's that's where we are with that. So everybody in the UK is feeling all great. We'll be all vaccinated. We can go off travelling the world. I can't see much changing in the early part of 2021 to the end of 2020, surely? Yeah, I think, I think you're right, Lisa. I think, I think we are going to struggle. And we're all already seeing that, aren't we? With <clears throat> issues in getting to Monte Carlo for a lot of people, uh, obviously Sweden being cancelled, although that was perhaps for slightly different reasons. Um, yeah, we are, we are gonna, we're going to struggle again this year. The good thing is that there were learnings from last year and there were very, very strong learnings. You know, we have a, a COVID protocol in place for the WRC. We have a number of reserve rounds that are ready to take up any slack that might appear with cancellations. What concerns me are the overseas rounds. You know, I was reading today, Lee, you might have heard a bit more about this because I know you're planning on going to Japan. I was reading today that there are strong, um, strong indications that the Olympics have to be, have to be renegotiated in yeah. terms of when they're going to run. Uh, you know, Japan already 
really, really worried about the Olympics this year. So, you know, that would worry me for Japan. Kenya would worry me a little bit as well. The overseas rounds, I think, uh, we, we might struggle with. But the encouraging thing is that we are moving towards some kind of light, as they keep telling us in the UK. Uh, and in terms of our sport, well, we have those learnings from last year. Uh, and I think we'll be okay. I think we'll get minimum of you know, the same numbers last year. We'll get seven or eight rounds at least. And if we're lucky, we'll get 12 rounds this year and it'll be a fantastic year. I'd agree with that. I was having a little yawn then, sorry. Apologies for that. Caught me Why does yawn. that bore you, David? <laughs> it's it just me not... that bores you. No, 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 not at all, Cole. But, you know, I don't really see how we can sit here and pontificate about Japan in November, which is, you know, four months yeah, well, after we can. the Olympics. We can, David, because yeah, we, we, can. We, we listen we can. to other people. And, and, I, and yeah. I listen to, to what they're talking about with the Olympics. And you know, we, this is the problem, David. If we don't listen to other people, then mm. you know, we find ourselves deep in the sh- Deep in it, then, you know. We have absolutely. to listen. And we have to... And for but sure, think, for sure, if they're talking about cancelling the Olympics, then there has to be potentially. And yes, you're quite right. It is ten months away. Potentially a question mark. Over but also, going. you know, we sh- we should we really do have to say, you know, that the FIA has and the WRC promoter has done a good job in, in putting saying. together the, the calendar yeah. and giving yeah. us this kind of buffer. Yeah. You know, everybody can talk about should we move Monty to December? Well, you know, it's a January event. It's a season opener. You can't run Sweden in the summer, in the autumn. You know, a winter rally has to run by definition in the winter. So yeah. to then give us that two or two months before we go to Croatia at the mm. end of April, it's good. And, and, and you know, I hope that we can be in a position, you know, we saw some great innovation last year um, from Italy all the way, you know, in June, July time, all the way through to the end of the season. Estonia was one of the highlights uh, for for a very long time, you know, the Mm -hmm. way that they embraced the COVID protocols. So, you know, this, we are a very, you know, we've got a very talented bunch of people in this championship, a very knowledgeable and intelligent bunch of people who present them with a problem and they will find a solution. Uh, And I think, you know, that we do them down if we don't say that, they will find a solution and they will deliver us a 12-round calendar this year. I think, I think that's what we said, David. And in fact, I'm pretty sure that's what we said. <laughs> Sorry. But, uh, George, do you want to reiterate what we've said as well? For the third time. Quite, quite happy for you to say it as well. At least you can say the same you thing said, as you like. Clarky, you said seven or eight rallies and no, that made I me said, a little bit I cross. Said, I, David, what I said was we will get at Colin. least at least what we got last year and I'm Good. hopeful we'll get 12 is what I said. Good. I'm confident we'll get 12. Yeah. George? Yeah, I'm confident maybe, as well. Maybe. I'm confident-ish. George? Confident-ish. Uh, Has George I, gone to sleep? I'll, I'll, look, I'll just, I'll Sorry, just wait. Sorry, George. No, I'm still here. Um, uh, basically, I'll just wait and see what we get. <laughs> I mean, I think it's very much up in the air and it's very much in the hands of the of uh, the, the political um, leaders to, to decide what, we, what we're allowed to do. And, and you know, yeah. we can all see what's yeah. wise to do. You know, and I mean, the, the, the wisdom of going to Monte Carlo... It would be very easy for someone to question that, um, because you know, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure we might be up for a bit of scrutiny and a, a bit of criticism, but obviously the the championship FIA Monte Carlo Rally seem to think that they've they've got everything in place, and and I think uh, as you've said, they've done an incredible job so far. I'll, I'll trust them a hundred percent with my sport uh, at this point. Mm. Go for it, and they'll get they'll get support. I've paid my I've paid my WRC fee to watch the, 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 the live feed. Bring it on. 
Uh, you know, I think we definitely, you look back to, to autumn and, you know, late November last year when everybody was debating Monza and, you know, how could we even consider going into the, to the eye of the storm, if you like, into Lombardy? And, you know, I didn't go there, Cole, but you said, you know, it was just as, as competent and as very, very well done uh, as, as any other event. And we have to trust these people. And, you know, it's yeah. the same with Monty this week. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and as I said, you know, we, we did learn or we have learned a lot from last year and, and the protocols are now in place to allow us to go to these places with some degree of confidence. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we, you, you've made the point and, and mm. I, think, I think it's a good point. You know, we, we have confidence in these people to give us a championship this year uh, and right. a very, very, very legitimate championship. So we're all, we're mm. all agreed on green technology then, not... Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's definitely the way forward. Yeah. Well, look, I think it's, it's the, the, the green technology, so to speak, is, is evolving and it will change and it will change again. Um, whether it turns out to be a form of hydrocarbon fuel that's recovered out the atmosphere to, to, uh, to, to, to mend our, um, our supposed uh, far too much CO2 in the atmosphere. Um, brilliant, you know. Bring it on! I think I think there's a lot to do. Uh, electricity, you know, David, you've touched on the, the 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 rare earth shortages and all these rare elements that are hard to to mine and very destructive and very mm. expensive to get. Um, th th that's not that's not a never ending story. You know, there's a finite amount there. There's a human I've count touched there on as the well. Fact, I've I've touched mm. on the fact that if we're all meant to be electric. Uh, in the year uh, 2030, we'll actually all be confined to home in much the same way as we are during this shutdown. I think it's renewable. To figure that just, out. just to yeah. correct that, it's renewables, not just electric. So it could be hydrogen or, okay. or whatever, couldn't it? You know, well, but, but hydrogen doesn't equate. It's too expensive to make. You know, you use as much electricity to make that as you would just charging your car up. It it, it doesn't quite equate to to a solution yet. the 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 whole thing will develop. It will change. It will mature. And it, it, it will hopefully present us a solution which will not see our society changing for the worse. But we're, the conversation, we're having the conversation now, which I think is the right time to have it. So we can... Yeah. Here's, here's a quite astonishing one for you, though. Did you know that a third of the globe's 29 gigawatt offshore capacity comes from Britain? No. I did not know, that. know that. No. And I, we, I have, cannot, we have plans... I cannot believe that, David. We have plans to quadruple our production, uh, production by 2030. And the uh, GE... How would we say H-A-L-I-A-D-E? Halliard... GE Halliard X, whatever. It's a massive turbine. It stands 260 metres tall, which is just a mere 64 metres short of the Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower, yeah, massive. Well, I'm going to leave and, you with my interesting uh, facts no, 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 about... No, 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 I've got one last little bit. And, is and it? They, and that, shush, and they're, and they're putting 190 of those things wow. just off the coast of Yorkshire. Now, That's bonkers. Now, you're talking about and, your oh, Sorry, Lee, sorry, sorry, Lee, sorry. No, no, let, let me yep. just... There was one more thing that I'd, I'd forgotten from my research uh, reading the Sunday Telegraph magazine, Saturday <laughs> Telegraph. Uh, one turn of that blade... Is enough to power a house for either a day or a month. Oh, shucks, I can't find now, it now. Did you know as well, yeah. going back to your rare day. earth elements, <laughs> the <laughs> magnets <laughs> that we have like neodymium and prysodymium and all of those, Ooh. they um, those have are replaced um, bearings in a lot of the hydroelectric technology. So on the way that the, the turbines turn, they used to have bearings in there, which obviously would need to be replaced or fixed or whatever. They now use those rare earth magnets 
So there's no friction, there's a sealed unit and the things can just turn with a minimum amount of friction and stuff like that. Oh, can, can I tell a wee story? Can I tell just a wee story? Yes, George, you've got to go George, pick up your daughter in a minute. George, no, I don't want to tell a wee story. George. It's two days, two days. Uh, stop, shush, call, I found it. Uh, which can tear <laughs> a house for two days. Two days with a single rotation of its blade. How That's mad is remarkable. that? That's impressive. Sorry. Well, here's As you the thing. So, so this is about rotating blades. George, remember when we were in Portugal once? In Portugal, when we went back to the the northern part of Portugal, you know, the, the countryside there is covered in these wind turbines, particularly the, yes. the Fafi stage. Yes. <laughs> I remember doing the recce with you, George. Um, I actually know it's when we were in the south of Portugal, there were a lot of turbines. I remember exactly where we were. And I remember driving along thinking, how fast are those blades going? And George, you went, oh, yes, simple, simple to work out, simple. <laughs> he said, look at that blade. That blade is... 20 metres long. So it's 20 times pi r squared. That gives you the radius that it turns. <laughs> and if you know the radius, let's just time it. Let's just time it. We'll time out long. And he's watching it going around. Okay, that takes so long. So it's pi r squared times 2.4 seconds times 187 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> tip speed. Tip speed, yeah. Loving it. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's and impressive. I've been thinking yeah. about that ever since, thinking he must have been wrong. And then we it came up with a unique sport. Speed. Then we came up with a unique, dangerous sport that you could do from these windmills, which we called Moore's Trebuchet. Which <laughs> was a, a wonderful... A wonder, well, actually, it wasn't you that came up with it, but I did share it with you at some point. It's just a wonderful technique of a sort of reverse bungee jump where you threw a bungee up into the blade. <laughs> Caught the blade at the bottom of the turn. Don't try this at home. yourself against something. Let the let it tension up. Then release your anchor point. You went firing out. Hopefully released your <laughs> uh, your bungee at the same time. You went flying out. Perhaps with a with one of those flying suits, but certainly with a parachute. Otherwise, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. But what a fabulous sport! Imagine that when you get up to 180 miles an hour in one or two seconds, you're gonna you're gonna go a shit of a long way. It's gonna be fantastic. It's not, very, it's not very often you hear someone say, what a fantastic sport. You might die, but what a fantastic sport. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. Well, it's just one of those sort of dangerous, edgy sports. I liked it. I hope we've all given you something to think about because we're all going away to have a big think <laughs> for ourselves. You've been and a big lie down. And a big lie down. If you've got any questions or any answers, which would be more useful, hashtag yeah. uh, spin the rally. Yeah. Hashtag spin the rally pod will find us. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Spin... The Rally Pod will find us uh, at Dirtfish Rally. If you could give us all the answers we need to sustainable rallying and how we're going to keep rally sexy and top of the motorsport list of events you must go to and events you must follow. I've I, I've enjoyed it. Can, yeah, I've enjoyed it. But can I, can I, I'm struggling with something, guys. I'm really struggling with something. See, that's I'm going to put this out there just, just as we finish. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know, but I'm really struggling with this. You know, just bigger um, turbochargers, Colin. That's what you need. No, yeah, exactly, George. I need a bigger turbocharge. But you know, we've debated future energies and the type of energy and the way forward. For me, we shouldn't really. This last hour or so has been a waste of time. That is not. <laughs> no, it's, that is not the importance. That is not the importance. The importance is how do we keep rallying? The question should have been. How do we keep rallying relevant? Well, that, that should have been the question. That has nothing to do with electric. That has nothing to do with alternative energy. Is it all to do with finding young people and getting young people into the sport? 
Is it all to do with keeping manufacturers happy? That's that is the totally question you should have asked. Different podcast entirely. It's not. We'll do it's that. Not. No, no. As in, we'll do that in another <laughs> episode of Spin the Rally Pod. Because is that, is that re- me misunderstanding things again? No, Probably. I think relevant, relevance is massively important, but I think we could get another forty minutes out of that. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Brilliant, Brilliant. joy, Lisa. Thank you. Yeah.